G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's turn our attention to something that does appear to have slipped under the radar a little. Last week, with all of the excitement about what was going on with the Religious Discrimination Bill, Liberal Senator Claire Chandler introduced her private members bill that she hopes will restrict transgender women from participating in single-sex sport. The fight is on like never before to defend our daughters. Radical gender activists are escalating their efforts to de-gender our society and they're pulling apart what makes our society strong. So turning our attention back today to the fact that politicians appear to be remaining silent about protecting girls. Kiralee Smith leads the organisation called Binary and has been one of the prominent voices standing up to the rampant campaign to de-gender Australian society. Kiralee, welcome back to 2020. Thank you for having me, Neil. So Kiralee, uh, last week the bill was tabled. It hasn't really been debated yet? That's correct. It was one of the last um, orders of business for the Senate on Thursday evening before they broke. Uh, for the weekend, and Claire, Senator Claire Chandler was able to table the bill, which will preserve and allow all sporting organisations to exist for single-sex sport, as you said. And uh, so it's really exciting and a really necessary step that's had to be taken because definitions of man and woman were removed from the Anti-Discrimination Act or the Sex Discrimination Act several years ago. So Claire has tabled this bill and uh, it wasn't debated and it, it won't be voted on uh, just yet. Uh, but it's it's a very important step because it now means that it can go on the agenda and it can be debated and voted on. So when Parliament returns in a couple of weeks, um, there will be a focus on the budget, so it possibly won't happen then. But it now is in the parliamentary record and it's, it's a matter that uh, will need to be addressed. Kiralee, what is especially in this bill, to your knowledge, that will really help it to gain some traction when it comes to uh, these issues about girls and women in sport? Well, it's, that's a really good question, Neil. The, the bill primarily, the, the main focus of the bill that Senator Chandler has put down is that that sporting organisations can legally and confidently restrict sporting categories to male or female. They can still have open or mixed, whatever they like. They could have a transgender category if they like, but they can feel confident that if they have a biological female-only category that they're not going to be sued, they're not going to fall foul of the Anti-Discrimination Act, they're not going to be dragged through the courts. Um, and at the moment, it is very grey, the, the area is very blurred, and there's a lot of threats that come, uh, I guess, to small sporting clubs in particular that don't have the resources or the legal uh, expertise to know whether or not they can do those things. So technically there are exemptions in the Act, but um, most of the time these things are not uh, enforced and so there's too many clubs that are feeling that they have to allow uh, biological males to compete 
in the female category. So this bill will stop that from happening. Won't stop transgender people from playing sport, but they will be restricted to playing in their own category or in the uh, biological sex that they so, in some sense here, while we've been used to talking about the religious discrimination bill, it's almost working in a similar way to what would happen with religious organisations, but for sporting clubs, feeling safe from discrimination claims that would be taken against them if they said, yes, it's only women in this sport, or yes, it's only men. Yeah, well, that's right. And in, in this situation, now 50% of the population are female, and it's... Um, not a big ask. I mean, you know that there's massive advantages that males have when it comes to sport. And so it's really important that sporting organisations and clubs and codes, and more than that, that the parents and the female competitors themselves feel confident that they can enter change rooms without biological males in their space, that they can play on the sporting field and it will be a safe and fair competition because they're playing within their biological uh, category of sex. So, um, you know, ultimately there, there's all the, the cries that it's transphobic, that it's against transgender people, but it's not that at all. It's protecting biological sex. Transgender people can still play sport, but they need to stick to their own category. Kiralee, an election is coming, as you say. It may not be debated until after an election, but you've been talking about creating this to be a election issue, how our parliamentarians, in fact, define a woman, because that's an important element when it comes to issues about girls and women in sport. How is that likely to unfold, do you think, with the election on the horizon? Well, we're absolutely going to make it an election issue. And now, uh, because ta- uh, the bill has been tabled, we can now contact every single sitting MP and senator and then all the candidates who put their hand up for the federal election and ask them where they stand. It, it boils into a very simple question. Will you protect uh, and promote women's biological sex-based rights or are you opposed to them? Will you uh, exalt a transgender political ideology at the expense of women and girls? So very simple question. We now have the ability to, uh, I guess, put a bit of pressure on those politicians to say, well, which, which side will you fall? Which way will you vote once this bill uh, comes up for debate? And we will work tirelessly to make sure that we get an answer from each and every one, both uh, from the major parties and the minor parties and the independents. So as Christians, when we say God created men and women and he created them to be separate, you're saying that really there's almost no greater battlefront than this. As we as Australians approach another election and we wonder about where our MPs stand on that issue. Correct, Neil. We know that right from the very beginning in Genesis where God said male and female, he created them and that we're made in his image and that it's very good. Um, The war has been on, I guess. It is a spiritual battle. The battle is not against flesh and blood. It is definitely a spiritual battle, but it's very important that the voters know where their local members and where their senators stand on this issue. We've seen in America uh, several of the state elections have been um, won and lost on this issue of the gender wars and things like critical race theory because ultimately it comes down to a very um, anti-God 
or a pro-God, pro-choice, uh, pro-freedom stance. And so it, people have a right to know where their candidates stand on this issue and we'll make sure that they get that information. Kira Lee, there's been, I guess, a silence uh, from politicians and we're not necessarily talking one side or the other, but it's politicians on all sides of our parliament who don't seem to be able to stand up and say a woman is a woman and a man is a man. What are your concerns for the silence of so many of our politicians on this issue? Yeah, it is very disturbing. As you and I have spoken before, Neil, and said that there's we have ministers for women at the federal level and every state and that one of them can define the term woman, which is quite staggering and very alarming and has very serious consequences for policy, not just in sport, but when it comes to public policy, change rooms, toilets, education, you name it. <clears throat> and uh, if... If politicians are afraid to articulate what a woman is and what a man is, then we're in very serious trouble. And it does come back to this anti-discrimination law and the Human Rights Commission, which seems to have massive overreach and ability to intimidate and threaten people who fall foul of that. But we are encouraging the politicians uh, to say that the majority of Australians want this done and want to be able to say that a woman is an adult human female and the same for males and that there's no contention about it we have male we have female and that's all folks in fact your polling shows that doesn't it that ordinary australians uh, in large numbers the percentages don't lie here the polling really shows that the majority of australians don't want this sort of controversy there but the politicians themselves they seem to be ignoring what ordinary australians think about a man and a woman that's right, and I think it comes down to they're afraid. Uh, they're governed by fear. They are governed by numbers, but there's very uh, strong and loud political lobbying groups that have convinced the politicians that they will be dragged through the courts. As in Tasmania, they tried to do that to Senator Claire Chandler uh, a year or so ago. Um, and thankfully, they were not successful in doing that, but most politicians don't want that sort of negative publicity. Uh, however, yeah, almost 80% across the board when in our polling has shown that the majority of Australians are up around 80% mark, and that's, that's Labor and Liberal, um, want to be able to confidently say a man is a man, a woman is a woman. And look, by all means, if adults want to appropriate the opposite sex through costume, through drugs, through surgery, that's their prerogative. But enforcing that and imposing that on the rest of society is not on. Now, you were planning to uh, put together something of a war chest uh, to be able to promote this issue. And when you say we're going to do everything we can to make this an election issue, the fact that our politicians can't even define what a woman is, and so many of our listeners will, uh, that'll strike a real chord because this seems to be common sense, especially for someone who has an appreciation of a biblical foundation for the way they think about these things. How is your fundraising going? And uh, is there room for a few more dollars if there are listeners who want to support the campaign that you're running? Thank you, Neil. Of course, there's always room for a few more dollars. Uh, look, we really... We are limited by capacity. That's the reality in this society that, uh, you know, we can only do as much as our and go as far as our resources will stretch. And we need to be educating the politicians. We need to be educating the public. We need to be uh, putting that pressure on them through uh, various ways of campaigning. Uh, and we need resources to be able to do that. So we are so appreciative to the thousands of Australians who have been donating uh, to Binary and to 
to the campaigns that we've been running so far. Uh, but that's really going to be ramping up in the coming months as there will be a federal election no later than May this year. And so time is of the essence. And we're up against massive organisations like Get Up, which are left-wing run organisations that are incredibly well-funded and have the ability to advertise and get their message far and wide. So we need to be able to counter that. Well, as we all know, the biblical definition of male and female isn't changing anytime soon. And special honour to you, Kiralee Smith, for taking up the challenge here and uh, bringing this to the attention of the electorates who'll be putting politicians into power. And if they can't define a woman, maybe we don't want them there. Uh, let me point people to the Binary website, and no doubt you'll be able to connect with Binary and even make a donation there binary.org.au that's binary.org.au Kiralee Smith leads Binary Kiralee thank you so much for the update today on 2020 thank you Neil thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media to find out more about us go to vision.org.au